3: Now your
1: main event, introducing the hosts of Wrestling With Freddie, Jeff Die, and Freddie Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the final episode of this season, Wrestling With Freddie, Wrestling With Friends. Here's today's news. The Elimination Chamber. Has come and gone and saved the week of what was a very uneventful week in wrestling. Sami Zayn in his hometown lost, but won to Roman Reigns. And finally, season three, we would like to announce, will be coming back on April 5th. So we will enjoy our quick hiatus and then it will be time for WrestleMania. This is Wrestling With Friends. Good evening and good luck.
2: Mr. Jeff Dye, greatest co-host in the world. How are you today, sir? I'm feeling real good, buddy. I'm feeling all jacked up from that elimination chamber. What a are you what a buff, ride, bro. Are you buff? Oh, I'm feeling just doing push-ups and drinking whiskey? I don't think it's a good combo, but it's fun. Oh, that that works. I'm, I'm <laughs> Sir, that's what Bobby Lashley does. That's why he's so
3: jacked.
2: Did you uh did you
1: like the elimination chamber? Yeah, it saved the week of wrestling for me. I thought the week was sort of eh. And I was worried yeah. we weren't going to have much good stuff to talk about, but I thought just about everything was good stuff in this. Let's get into the Elimination Chamber from Montreal, Canada. Well, most of the people speak French, and I was hoping when people were getting punched in the turnbuckle, we would have heard, deux, trois, right. and they would just keep going, but they gave us English because they were very kind. And a very kind and generous people, as most Canadians are. Um, sir, I want to talk about the ladies' elimination chamber first. Okay. At the Royal Rumble, the men I felt had the better Rumble match. I felt the exact opposite this time around. And I'll tell you, now, granted, there were a couple spots in the men's that we'll get into that were <laughs> so great. But as far as getting over, right, like getting whatever story and whatever character you're trying to get the audience to buy into, as far as getting over, as far as entertainment, as far as the match itself went, I loved every minute of it. I watched with my kids. They had a blast. We went to the beach We're in California, people. We go to the beach in in February and it was gorgeous. (laughs) And uh, we came back and we watched a replay of the Elimination Chamber. Raquel Gonzalez. I don't want to say this too early. But I think Raquel Gonzalez could be a major star in professional wrestling. I think young women are going to look up to her. She does not look like the Barbie doll girls out there, she is tall, broad, big, strong. You could tell she lifts like crazy the way she was tossing those girls around and just her body in general. She's not like Jack. She's big, not fat. She's big. It's She's a powerful looking presence in there. And the story they told to get her out of the match was awesome. It was just kick, 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 back and forth. And then a double leg pin from two wrestlers in order to get you. So I thought they took care of her really well. But as as far as like role models for girls, and then more specifically, almost hyper specifically for Latina girls or Latinx or Latin or whatever terms you guys like to use. Just so you know, like Latinos have always included... Oh, y'all. So you didn't have to change. Just just so we're clear. But (laughs) she is, I think, one of those women who can inspire a different type of girl and inspires a different kind of strength. I'll also say this. We've been tough on Liv Morgan. Sometimes we did say that after she lost the belt, she started figuring some stuff out a little bit with the crazy person stuff. This was the best performance that Liv Morgan has ever had in the WWE. She didn't overdo the the facial expressions like a lot of wrestlers do because they're taught to do that. It's not their fault. She really sort of mellowed that out and made this crazy sort of person who likes pain a much more believable emotion than what it was in the beginning, which was kind of like circusy and more like like the fiend kind of vibe. Um, Her wrestling was money. The story she told in the ring was money. I loved that she got double submitted and just passed out from the pain. That was so great. I thought Natty did well. And Asuka is just my hero. I just love her. I think everything she does is so cool. All the Japanese wrestlers kind of come out and do like the the drugged out 70s rocker thing. But Mm -hmm. she owns it and brings energy to it. I I said I thought Natty did well also. I just, I, I was really impressed with the match. I thought everybody got over. It's not easy for Natty to get over, even in Canada anymore, because she's not, doesn't have the wins under her belt like she used to, you know. She's now the person that gets you over.
2: And even she looked great in there. So, I kudos to the women. That was thorough. I liked it. And I actually agree uh, with the exception of anything positive about Liv Morgan. Uh, I don't have anything positive to say you didn't about not dig it. You didn't
1: dig her in yeah. the match at all? I thought yeah. she
2: did great. Absolutely, Absolutely great. Um but I do agree. I think Raquel is going to be a big star. And I think that that I think that we're heading in that direction. I think WWE is they're listening to me, but they're only listening to me when it comes to the women, right? Like they they're going, "Hey, maybe giants are good for the female." You know what I'm saying? Like a real Ripley, we got a Raquel. Like they're going, "Oh, man, this kind of works better when we have like a big big, strong ladies as it should be and also like you you said it already but like the way they, they chopped her down like a giant just kept chopping yeah. her down chopping her down then double pin doesn't make her look weak it just goes that's how you gotta get a big lady like her a big strong woman like her out is you, got, you gotta chop down the giants so I thought that was all perfect I also uh, disagree that I don't think there's no rust on Carmella I think she's great I'm very biased I think she looked great in there I thought she wrestled good I also yeah, like crush that, on her Hey, you know, she messed up that chop block, homeboy. I didn't see it. <laughs> okay, didn't right, see right, it. Jeff, I'm like right, one of these crappy referees. I didn't see anything. That's, yeah, uh, you would be a crappy referee. <laughs> I would call it right um, down the line. Not me, dude. Um, it, was, it was really, <laughs> it was really, really good. I also liked, I'm going to forget who it was, but Carmela was in, um, in one of her chambers and, um, they did like a power bomb through the through the uh, plastic. Yeah, I love when they break the 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 chamber. I love that kind of stuff, and you saw you see it a lot in all the men's elimination chambers, and you see these kind of things with them. And so it's cool to just watch them do these the, the same kind of fun spots. Um, I thought it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. I thought. Um, like, I, I think Asuka is just so underrated. If she could just learn how to talk on the mic, she would easily be more famous than any other female wrestler in the history of wrestling. She's so good. That's fair. And she looks that's, great. She wrestles good. Fair. Everything, she should be way more famous.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. The Language barrier is tough, man. It's crazy to go and, you know, I've been to Japan and to do an interview where you don't understand a single word of the question and you have to wait for a translator yeah. And then you speak and then they translate like any energy there leaves the room right away. Even if it's like a fun talk show, like I would do in Japan, like all the energy leaves in that in between time. So I feel you man. Cause I've died on the mic out there, not in a wrestling ring, but like, or at least felt like I died in interviews. And so it's, it's, it's tricky. That said, well, it's, she's still my favorite, to tell a, dude
2: It's hard to tell a story. It's like really hard to tell a story if we're not hearing from you or hearing like your emotion. Like that's what we love, and what we spend the most time talking about on this podcast is like AEW, like Ricky Starks and MJF yeah. and all these guys stories like on the mic. Like that like stories. it's the story. And so if Oscar could just do that, and also not to this might sound like too political or something, but nowadays everyone is so obsessed with like seeing themselves. Everybody always talks about that. Like, well, I, I gotta identify with the character. I need to see my race or group or gender represented. And it's like, yeah, there's like, a Japanese I, I, people out here, man. Like, they got. I mean, if you look in the stands that. in Montreal, there's not a oh, million, well. <laughs> you know, Japanese <laughs> yeah, yeah. Japanese ladies going, "I want to see me but out there." Bad. So <laughs> yeah, it's right. also just tough. Um, it's just tough for those, those type of things. And it makes me angry because I think she should be the most famous female wrestler. Like She's so, 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 so good.
0: When you buy a new house, you might say...
4: Asma. Diabetes. Y tienes 19 años o más. 52.
3: 36.
4: 42. Pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes, e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1855 213 2138 o visita prevnar20enespanol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre prevnar20.
3: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence and choice. Brightview Dallas Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls. Offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
1: She's amazing, man. I I love her to death. All right. Speaking of stories... One story that people wanted, I don't know, 20 years ago, was Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. And right. the world did not allow us to ever have this match. They took it from us. Brock went to UFC and became the, the legitimate UFC martial arts, mixed martial arts champion, heavyweight champion, was killing everybody. Bobby had some MMA fights as well. Um, they were never, then Bobby went to TNA and around the world, Brock was chilling on a farm. And it was never going to work out. And in the last year and a half, it has. And they've given us some matches, and none of them have been stinkers, and none of them have been great. And I don't know if they can ever give us that great match because that great match was 20 years ago, and it just didn't get to happen. That said, the stories they've told in between with Brock on the mic and Bobby on the mic, and that's neither one of their strong suits, although they've both gotten better over the years, I've enjoyed, and I've I've been wanting to watch. Now this match was kind of weird in the beginning because all they did were finishers from Jump Street right. or setups to finishers. So I was sitting here going, oh, "This is going to be a five minute match." Like that's we're going to get like kind of left out again. And then we get the the Hurt Locker, or the Master Lock, as it will forever be called. Chris Master, shout out to you, sir. But Bobby did break the master lock, but he gets it on him and Brock gets out Ah, Brock and the crowd, by the way, Montreal. Oh, my God, like you guys love wrestling so damn much and you deserve so much more. It's hard for people to get to where you live to bring you these shows, but thank you because the pandemic let me know that the crowd is so much more important than I ever valued it before. And what a perfect, like the crowds lately, Seattle was great. LA was great. Philly was off the chart. Montreal. Great. Like for both brands, AEW and WWE. So thank you. Um, They made this match more interesting. It ends with Brock in the hurt locker again and or the hurt lock. And He can't get out this time. He's used up all his his Hulk strength. By the way, his lats, when you see him from the back, are bigger than us. Not our lats. Us. Each one must weigh 60 pounds, dude. Like, it looked looked like a giant turtle shell on his back. It was amazing. So, anyway... He's in the hurt lock and not even his massive lats can break out of this. Although I feel like if it was a shoot, he would just be like, bitch, and just break right right out. And it would be zero effort whatsoever. Whereas you and I would die, but he can't get out. And the referee has not been hurt. And he kicks him right in the balls. He kicks backwards like a mule kick. Bow. And Bobby, oh, my nuts. Oh, God. Why? Why? And the ref's looking at Brock like, what? What are you? I, I can't, ah, oh, damn it, ah, oh, ding, 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 you're disqualified. And Brock gets mad, like, what would you want me to do? I couldn't break his hold, and I'm not going to tap out. So I kicked him in his nuts. And the ref's like, yeah, you dumb big bastard, you can't do that. And Brock goes, I can't what? And he grabs him by the shirt, and he, Freaking picks him up and F5s the ref who only did his job and the crowd instead of booing went, yeah. <laughs> so he's down. Now Bobby, who's been kicked in the balls, he gets up. Brock still has, the crowds asking him for what and he's like, yeah. F this guy. And so he picks him up, boom, F5, almost on top of the ref. Boom, 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 and then leaves us a baby face doing the two biggest dick moves that you could do. Kick another man in the balls and then beat up a guy for just doing his job. And they cheered him on the way out. Wrestling crowds have changed in the last 30 years, Jeff Dye. Did you like
2: this match or, or was it just weird? I loved it. but And you know what especially <laughs> I loved about it? Is that that Brock Lesnar seems to hate referees just as much as this podcast does? I mean, <laughs> What's I mean, it's the like, going it's on? It's becoming his new thing. He's just improving. By the way,
1: by the way, storyline wise, when Bobby Lashley put his hands on an official, he was fired by you, Adam Pierce. Remember, in on Monday Night Raw, and he was like, "If you do it again, man, I don't make me do this." And the next week, he did it again, and Pierce going, "What are you doing, Bobby? What are you doing?" And Bobby's like, what? And he goes, you're fired. And Bobby got
2: fired. So, what's up? Why isn't Brock fired? Why isn't Brock getting fired? A fatal three way match Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar versus all the refs. Just all the refs are allowed to be in the ring. <laughs> they can in, do whatever in they want. his career are. that he's jacked up. Like 17
1: um, referees.
2: <laughs> these I do love these kind of clashes. Clash of the Giants matches, like I do. It's like my favorite thing. You do, yeah, you really do. Also, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar are the... And maybe you guys can come up with some names that will help me because I would, to me, in my brain... Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar are the only two guys in the green room who could kill everyone. Like like legitimately have Batista the size. Batista competed and in
1: some legit MMA fights, and he's like a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. So, and he was a cop. Batista could beat some ass, too. Okay. He's not back there ever, though. But uh,
2: but you mean at all,
1: ever? I just mean of wrestlers
2: that could like right. legit
1: whip ass. And then MVP can whip some ass. He's legit. Riddle,
2: obviously, he's a pro. Was Riddle, a, yeah, Riddle was guy. a
1: pro. Yeah. Um, there's there's more than we can think of now, and yeah. I'm sure
2: as the episode
1: continues, we'll keep throwing more names in. There.
2: Well, and also like I think that that's why everyone wanted the match originally, because they were yeah. like, well, yeah, Brock yeah. Lesnar's a badass, and he could, that's he could, right. know, whatever. That's and then, and then exactly Bobby, what it was. Bobby could actually fight, and so like we'd love to see those two. I mean, it brings like some realism to the to the the card or the storyline. I wonder so.
1: why UFC could never make that fight.
2: I know it makes no sense. I think what. Well, maybe because Brock was just in there so short amount of time or something, or I don't know what short? I feel like he had a a few years there, man. Like three years. Or maybe they were just like passing ships. Like they just didn't get to the right. right if I'm Dana time.
1: White, I'm letting telling Bobby Lashley, bro, here's here's five million dollars. Back right. then, no one yeah. was making that. I'd give Brock five, give him a piece of the pay-per-view and walk home with hundreds of millions of dollars,
2: man. What yeah. the hell? And then also stealing <laughs> that money from Vince, Vince would be furious. <laughs> but it would oh be God. worth it for, he would have for have lost
1: UFC. His mind, he would have lost um, his mind. But I loved the match,
2: and I and I, and I also I this might be would've. the one. This will actually go against something I'm going to say later in a segment, but. I could watch this duo go back and forth for probably forever. Like especially the way that they're drawing it out. Like it's it's or not drawing it out, but the way that they're writing it is. I could watch. Yeah, they're not
1: giving you a a, of any sort of finality. It's always there's something else. There's
2: something else. And it seems fair. It seems evenly matched. It's not like David and Goliath. It feels like Goliath and Goliath. So.
4: Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como Enfermedad cardíaca Asma Diabetes Y tienes 19 años o más 52
3: 36
4: 42 Pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes, e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre prevnar20.
3: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence and choice.
1: Let's get to my favorite damn match of the night. An intergender match. The last great treat. intergender match I saw, Beth Phoenix helped Santino Morello win the intercontinental title, to which he then claimed credit for, and he was <laughs> going to break the hockey talk man's record, no. even though he did nothing in the match. And she was in another one. She was in another one. Only this time, it was with her real-life love squeeze. The man, Adam Copeland, you know him as Edge, the former world multi-time world champion, excuse the disrespect, multi-time tag team champion, one of the creators of TLC, one of the innovators of the ladder match, along with the Hardys and the Dudley boys, Edge, the rated R superstar. And you know Canada loves him because he's Canada's own. He's not French Canadian. I think he's East Coast Canadian. But he's still Canada's Zone. Beth Phoenix, Buffalo, New York. That's close enough to Canada. And she married one. She's getting the Canadian love, too. And the man is like 6'6". And looks like he should be one of the leads on Vikings back in the day. I think he was actually on the show. And was probably like a foot taller than all the actors on there. Um, he looked great. He came out hyped. I mean, hyped. And their opponents were the Judgment Day. Finn Balor, body extraordinaire. Bruce Lee, if he was more buff and Irish. Good-looking dude, too. Wish he would shave the beard, but good-looking dude. Wish Austin Theory would shave the beard, too. And our favorite, Rhea Ripley. She should be champion. She will be champion, but that's not us making a prediction. Everybody who's ever seen a wrestling match knows that she's going to be champion. There was a little... uh, a little Dominic action out there as well, because mommy and Dami and have to be together always. She did this great little thing before the match where she just whispered in his ear and she probably just whispered some BS. I used to see uh, Dusty Rhodes talk about this and he say, it don't matter what you say, baby. They just want to know. And meaning the audience, the camera, right? And I saw her doing like old school deep south moves like that with Dominant, where I'm like, I even said, oh, I wonder what she said in his ear. And then I was like, ah, oh, God, man, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm supposed to say. So I loved this match. My kids loved this match. Everybody was rooting for Edge and Beth. Beth had to take a beat down. That she had to reverse the reversal a couple times on finishers. Her and Rhea went back and forth. Beth is not in the shape that she was in her prime and still put on a big match. A lot of that was on Rhea strength-wise to hold because Rhea is on her in her prime. I thought she did great. I loved the finish. It made me feel good. It made Canada feel good. It made Vikings all the way in, like, wherever Vikings are from, Oslo.
2: Oslo felt great. And so did I. And I hope you did too, Jeff. What do you think? I loved it. you gotta also Beth Phoenix. She looked she looked uh strong and great. The only thing I would have changed is I would have like just told Dominic to stay in the to stay in the green room.
1: <laughs> you hate do- The crowd was hot. The crowd I was hot. Just can't, they
2: with can't that be. They can't be wrong. I know well, you hate it. Oh, the crowd can be wrong. Trust me, the crowd can be wrong. <laughs> That's a stand-up comic talking for sure. <laughs> I'm part of that crowd and I'm going, what are you guys doing rooting for this? This is insane. Um, no, but I love the match. I, I think Rhea Ripley is such a star. I just can't Man. get over She comes to the ring and she's making she makes uh, Finn Balor look regular. Like She's she just so physically commanding. She's a beast. Um, Beth Phoenix with that superplex off of the top rope. Oh, big big moment for me uh, in the match. I popped the second and final Elimination Chamber
1: match was Austin Theory and it was for his United States Championship, I believe, versus Seth Rollins, who, uh, you know, his wardrobe choices have gone back in a different direction that I'm not that I'm not liking. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to make me not like him and it works for about 30 seconds, but then I see you wrestling. I like you again, so suck it. You keep trying to wear all those stupid clothes if you want, but I'm still going to cheer for you. Deal with that. Versus Johnny Gargano who since coming up to Monday night raw has not done anything been able to find his niche yet this the the snitch stuff with miz didn't work uh, he, you know he I wish he would just get beat up the whole match and then pull a rabbit out of a hat at the very end to get a win i wish that's how his matches would go and then find a way to wrap a story around that but i don't get it yeah, and I haven't. And I liked him on NXT. Forget that. I I loved him back in the day on NXT. Versus Bronson Reed, the return of Bronson Reed. I'm still not hip to him, good or bad. I know he's humongous and he and he yells, oh! but I haven't ever heard him cut a promo. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Although he did look really awesome in this match. Versus Damian Priest, also from the judgment day. They already had one loss. Can they sustain another? Versus my daughter's new favorite wrestler. What? Yeah, Bobby has
2: been passed up by Montez Oh, my gosh. That's what we had in common the most. (laughs) We both loved Bobby Lashley as number one. So
1: this match was still good. I did not think it was as good as the ladies' match as far as stories told and as far as enjoying the story. Although it did have some crazy spots. Spot of the night for sure is Montez Ford being like, I'm not letting you throw me in this cage anymore. I'm just going to climb up to the top. It was amazing. Turn my body without any momentum whatsoever, which can't be done physically and then land perfectly on everybody. It was so awesome. He was like a my kids flipped out. (laughs) They wanted to jump on the trampoline after the match and like try to like, we have like, a caged wall around it and like climb the cage and dive onto the trampoline. So thanks for that Montez. Thank you for inspiring (laughs) that. No injuries. We were good. Johnny Gargano did the hurricanrata uh, from way up high, which is stupid and insane, but it was awesome to watch. I hope everybody's okay. And then Montez, he takes the headshot. He gets injured. He's not really injured guys. And Oh, my head, I can't wrestle anymore. Oh, Oh, they have to open the cage to take him out medically. He has to be medically removed from the cage because that's how violent the damn elimination chamber is. It's worse than a cage. So he's taking too much damage. They pull him out and it leaves the gate open and it leaves an opportunity for some people's favorite, some people's least favorite, Logan Paul. Now I'm going to say the bad before the good. It was one of the worst curb stomps I've ever seen.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> like the
1: the toe of his shoe like was just touching Seth's head. Like there was no foot applied whatsoever. Other than that, he did he did good. I will say this. And I feel bad for him in this regard. He's a better heel. When he thinks he's a baby face than when he tries to be a heel. And this time around, he was trying to be a heel and it didn't come off that believable. When he came out early on and thought everyone was going to cheer him and they started booing and he kind of had to improv on the fly. He did much better with it. And he just kind of rolled with the punches and was like, all right, I've taken enough heat on YouTube. I can take heat in this arena. I'll be the heel. But when it was planned for him to be the heel, it wasn't even half as believable. So that to me was kind of a fail, even though they're setting it up for mania. And I'll bet you this Seth Rollins and Logan Paul will tear the frigging house down. I can't believe I'm saying that but I know they're gonna, I just know, I know they're gonna, and everyone's going to cheer for Seth and he's going to wear the goofiest freaking costume he's I ever know. worn in his life. He better not do that dumb Joker bit he did with Becky on the stairs coming down. That was so corny. And I'm watching that. And maybe cause I'm on the inside. So I'm like, it's inside and cringy. Maybe people dug it, but I just thought it was whack. I was like, just do something original. Why are you just, Biting that and then trying to do a comedy parody to make me want to go watch WrestleMania. Like that's not going to do anything. If you're trying to showcase your acting cool, but I would have chosen a different means to showcase their acting than what they chose to do. (laughs) Um, I thought it was really dumb. I guess a lot of people liked it though. Anyway, Seth had the win theory was going to lose. Logan comes in, wrecks the match for Seth I'm sure people probably like this match. Um, And then Austin gets the win and he gets to maintain it. If he would shave that beard, I think he would be one of the slickest looking dudes in professional wrestling. But when you're young and can grow a beard, you want to show people you can grow a beard. (laughs) And I think that's where he's at. And and if that's where he's at emotionally, then that's where he's got to be. And when it's time to shave it, he'll know the right time and he'll
2: shave it. But I wish he would. What did you think about this match, my boy? This is my best. My best Woo. of the uh, week, of best of uh, things. Like and I'll tell you what, I think there's a lot of things about the match no one's talking about. Hit me so, for you. example, like, um, I am so over now because of this single match with Bronson. He, he did all these, like, feats of strength in, in the match that were, like, amazing where he put, like, two guys on top of him, and then they did a spot where Austin Theory is basically, like, proving that he could, like, press him, but then, like, uh, which was pretty cool, and then also was, like, you know, whatever. But then the way he kept reversing everything and then slamming guys down, I love the singlet, and he just seems like this kind of force. I really like him. Now, to speak to the Logan Paul thing, I'm already over on Logan Paul. I love him. I love everything he's done. My only criticism is, like, kind of you were joking about the curb stomp, I think he might. He's smart enough. He might have read about how like that's the quickest way you make someone hate you is being stiff or like hurting wrestlers. I mean, maybe he's. I'm
1: sure he's trying to be extra careful. I'm sure he is, and which is great. And I'm not trying to pull tiki tack. If I tried to do a curb stomp right now, I would either break my ass and be in a hospital, or I would really hurt the other guy. Break someone's teeth out because I can't. (laughs) I can't do it. So I'm not trying to be that. But it. Once I saw him trying to be Healy and not liking it, I'm now looking for what else I don't like. You know what I mean? But I think he's okay, though. I really do. I think he is learning the craft, and I personally believe that he cares. I haven't spoken to anyone
2: about him, so I don't mm -hmm. know, but I personally believe he cares. Go ahead. To speak to the terrible curb stomp, he takes, like, when him and... um. Ricochet did the from rope to rope across the ring uh, move. Was, I don't know what that would be was called. Yeah. That was You could really see them trying to set their rhythm to the timing of it. And you also saw last night, or not last night, but at the elimination chamber, when he was going over, he wanted to do a front flip over the top rope into a clothesline. Yeah. Se- it was a it would took a, like a second too long yeah. because he was really trying to make sure he got his timing right with it. And, yeah, um, I noticed and th- that too. Yeah, Hangman Page never hesitates. A new a new wrestler kind of thing. Maybe like he's still shaking yeah. off some of that greenness. But all those things aside, I think he's so good. And I'm, I'm really, 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 really impressed with him. So those are the three people that I was like shining most about. And I thought the match was phenomenal. And I gained two new favorite wrestlers out of it. So I liked it. It was a win. Finally, the main event. The undisputed
1: WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus... Montreal, Canada's very own favorite son, Sammy, the glue, Zane, Not just the glue of WWE, but of all professional wrestling, all the pressures on him, all of it. And he's been able to handle it every single step of the way. The entrances, the the fighter announcements, the bell ringing, and the time it took for them to just lock up the very first time was at least 12 minutes. Like the crowd was so hyped. They rang the bell. These guys didn't even touch for a full two minutes. Then they do one little combo move, get up, and don't touch again for a full minute plus because the crowd is just in it. In it. I loved this match so much. And granted, if you give anyone a year to tell a story, sure. If if that's, if you want to poo poo it, but I'm not this match paid so many different things off. I mean, Roman's Sammy's family is in the arena ringside. And at one point he gets thrown out of the ring and Roman who's already been like yelling in his face, like, Why are you doing this to me? It's your fault. You ruined my life. I gave everything to you. I made you this. This is all because of me. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want this match. He takes the fight outside and Sammy's wife and kids are there. And I think his brother-in-law, the kid's uncle. He didn't look like Sammy. He was a big guy. (laughs) And uh, Roman's beating up Sammy in front of his family, dude. And the young daughter turns away. Cause she's legit crying and upset that her dad is getting beat up bad. And Roman was so smooth with it. Cause he was talking smack to the family, but he never made eye contact with the little girl. Not even once. He didn't want to intimidate or scare her at all. He just cut it all on the wife and legit never even like glanced that way. In fact, tried to like almost shoulder her out of the shot and like protect her mm-hmm. from that. It was so professional, man. I I remember watching it being like that. Cause that's the kind of crap I look for. And I remember just watching that and being like, wow, that's like, he just didn't, he was like, there's no way I'm going to intentionally hurt this young lady's feelings. So then 10 minutes go, man, I mean, not 10, we'll say five minutes go by the fight goes out there again. Only this time it's Sammy beating Roman Reigns his ass. And the only person I'm looking at is this little girl. Who's probably eight years old. Who's got a smile ear to ear on her face. And is like, yeah, dad. Yeah. And the wife is cheering. Cause it's, she knows, but it's still like, she gets caught up in the moment. The crowd is going bananas. They know that that's his family there. So when it's on the jumbotron, like the crowd's going crazy. I'm going crazy. My daughter's like, She's going. My son was like, is like, is that his real kids, or are they just pretend? Because <laughs> he, he wants to like, you know, look for every little thing. And the match goes on and on. We get, we get Jimmy Uso interference with just multiple super kicks as Sammy's bouncing off the ropes. Can't get it done. Still kicks out. Jay uh, Paul Heyman brings a chair in the ring for, for the for the chief, the tribal chief. And then all of a sudden, Jay Uso's in the ring. And we don't know what Jay's going to do. He's he's told a beautiful story so far, and he's been very good at keeping his feelings. You aware of the feelings, but you can't dissect them all, right? So we don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to save Sammy? Is he going to help Roman? Roman says, all right, you take the chair then, little punk ass. You should have been doing this in the first place. And Jay's not having it. And then Roman gets pissed and is like, yeah, you ain't nothing. So that's that's not going to get it done. Nothing's going to get it done. But there's no way. I mean, I guess there was a way, but in my heart of hearts, I didn't think there was any way they were going to let Sammy win the belt, at least not here. I think eventually Cody wins and turns heel. And that's when Sammy comes for him. However, as unsatisfactory as the end was for some people, I actually loved it because I thought it protected everyone. Sammy eventually loses the match through no true fault or error of his own. And now they're going to gang up on him and whip his ass and hurt him and end his career. And that, of course, is when KO Kevin Owens music hits my son's favorite wrestler and my son goes Crazy. I knew it. I knew it, Dad. (laughs) He wasn't he was gonna save him, Dad. They're best friends, Dad. And you gotta understand how my son is. Like, if you mess with one of my son's friends or teammates, like he plays youth basketball, he is on your ass. And my son is little, he's the smallest. Second smallest dude on his team this year, usually the smallest dude, but he does jujitsu and he boxed from what learned boxing from Wayne Friggin' McCullough. So he got bullied his kindergarten year. So he wanted to learn how to protect himself. And now he like has a fight a year and whips people's asses, <laughs> dude. He's no joke. So he loves that kind of mentality. And Kevin just comes in, beats the hell out of everybody, beats the hell out of Roman, has Roman in the corner, which is a more appropriate place. For Sammy to finish him. Because as cool as the, the rolling cannonball is, he wasn't sitting down. He was like seated on the middle rope. And that's better for one hell of a kick. The haluva kick. And Sammy ran across, bop, bow, gets the kick. And then the crowd gets to feel good, even though the bad guy retained the title. Roman Reigns is awesome. I love how he went from being probably the most hated wrestler on the, on the roster as far as fans go being forced down their throat and boo we hate him to probably being one of the most respected wrestlers on the roster as far as the fans go i thought it was great i loved it like i said this paper it's not a pay-per-view it's on it's on the peacock why you name your network the peacock when you know everyone's just gonna call it the cock
2: yep there could be funny too
1: p and cock both funny words. You know what I mean? Like my dad worked there. He had slogans for the network. They were all better than that. Like just steal one of those. What the cock? They call it the peak. Am I going to even call it the peacock to be professional? I am, but the cock anyway, other than that, it really saved the week for me. AEW didn't do it for me this week. Uh, Raw didn't do it for me. Smackdown didn't really do it for me. And also for next season, We're going to bring a lot more guests. Um, We'll see you guys, like I said, April 5th. We're going to premiere, I believe, with a guest, somebody that I'm very excited to to, uh, talk to about because we got a ton in common. And uh, Jeff, tell the people where you're going to be this weekend, por favor.
2: Uh, This week I will be in New York City on uh, Wednesday and uh, Thursday. Then I go to Syracuse for uh, Friday and Saturday at the Funny Bone in Syracuse. And then I'm doing a, uh, a show for people. Let's say you go, I don't live near Syracuse, and I don't live near New York City, and I don't live in L.A. Well, you could watch me on an online show. So go to jeffdad.com. You can sign up for it. And uh, wherever you're at in the world, you can watch the live show and do a QA. and a
1: All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening this season. You guys listening and you guys showing us all this love is the reason we get to come back next year as well. So can't wait to see you guys. We're going to take a few weeks off, but not from wrestling. We'll still text each other and nerd out. And I wish we could share our text conversations, but that will never happen. Thanks for listening to Wrestling with Friends. Peace.
2: We're out. Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddy. Twitter is @wwfredypod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the federation. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast
1: Network. For more podcasts from iHeart Radio, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
4: Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, Asma Diabetes Y tienes 19 años o más 52
3: 36
4: 42 Pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre prevnar20.
0: When something happens to your car, you might say.
3: are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.